great morning. Great morning. Great morning. And welcome back to another episode of Great Morning. I'm your host, Christian Murmur, Murms, Murm Dog, whatever the fuck you want to call me. And I'm back, guys. This is my first first recording back in the United States. It's good to be back, but we'll talk more about that in a second. To the bottom left of my computer screen, we have the Queen Regent, my sister from the East, that Puerto Rican mamacita from Spanish Harlem. Your Grace, Stephanie, how you doing today? I'm great. I'm great. I was doing... All right, guys. So really quickly, so me and Merms, we met up yesterday with baby daddy and shit and, and, and the baby. It was it was real nice. And I've been lit ever since then. I'm telling you, I've been fucking lit. Like, what? Like, oh, you still going? It's like oh, it's a carryover. Yeah. Oh, you got it's the Jameson like, in hand? Like, okay, we ready then. We on some other shit today. <laughs> I just want to let y'all know. All yeah, right. you, were, uh, you were drinking... Uh... You were drinking. What, what were those drinks called? Those those things. I guess like they a were big like margarita, cool. and you put it's like, like two a, beers in yeah. it. You put two Coronas in that bitch, and then you just get extra fucked up. Yeah, she drank like seven of those. Nah, this morning. this morning. That was oh, yesterday. yesterday when you guys got together. Yeah, yesterday it was nice. We uh, th- there was a big historic moment. It was the first time we met in person. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I want to talk about that a little bit later, if you guys don't mind. Oh, yeah, we'll talk sure. about that. It was nice. I met, you know, her baby daddy and the baby. Yeah, <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. But hell yes, Stephanie, I'm glad you're uh, I'm glad you're still drinking. I'm glad that bottle of Jameson isn't uh, done yet because I saw you take it out last yeah. night. Yeah, I fell asleep. You fell asleep and then you woke up. I and you're sure like, All right, let's have some more. Okay, I woke up in the living room. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> hell yeah. Well, you know, what? it's Saturday. Who cares? You know, no exactly. one's judging anyone. But anyway. Moving along to the left of my computer screen, we have the boss, the pimp, the CEO, the truth, slightly special himself, Jimmy the Shooter. How you doing today? Bro? Great motherfucking morning, everybody. Yeah. So you got the shirt on and everything. Yeah. I know you guys are getting jealous of seeing all this merch. So yeah. yeah, you said you were sending <laughs> it though. One day we going to get it to you. <laughs> I'm just you said, kidding. uh. You said you were sending it though, right? Yeah, today's the day, man. I got it all boxed up and ready for you guys. You know, just got to get it to the U UPS store, man. And we we in action, man. But nah, man, it's a really good morning. Woke up, meditated, hit the gym. You know what I mean? It's Saturday. You guys already know how the fuck it goes down. It's four a.m. No matter what day it is. So you know, I'm already, I'm already on ten, man. I'm excited for what we got cracking today. I'm excited for the artists that we got on board, aka producer. But for me, man. It's a great morning for real. You know, you said uh, uh, meditation. You know, that's yeah. that's weird because I'm not, I'm not going to mention any names, but you're not the first person since I've been home these last two days that talked about getting into meditation. What do you do when you meditate? I don't I've never meditated. So I'm a rookie, man. I actually have this thing called a core ball. And you put okay. your you put your thumbs. It's like you hold this ball and you put your thumbs on this device and it tells you like. At the end, it gives you like, you know how Fitbit tracks your running records and shit. So this mm-hmm. device actually lets you know, like how long you were calm, how long you were in focus, what your BPM was. And, and it kind of lets you know, like the physical analytics. But what I'm really doing, man, whenever I'm meditating is, uh, you know, I'm visualizing and I'm just being extremely present in the moment. You know what I mean? Like thoughts come by. I let the thoughts be. And then eventually some weird shit happens, man. You almost feel this weird, like extreme calming sensation. And then. 
you'll be like, wait, I had no thoughts. But then you get a thought and then you, it's fucking weird, but I love it. How does it know if you're unfocused though? Uh, I get, I don't know. I don't know the science behind it. Right. Because you're just holding and I it. I can't bullshit it. you on it. I can't bullshit you on it, man, but it's dope. That's uh, that's interesting. Well, that's cool, man. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I don't know if I'll ever get into meditation, but everyone, everyone recommends it around here. I don't you know should. what the fuck I missed out on. Come back to the United States. Now everyone's fucking meditating. Yeah. Stephanie, are you meditating? Um, I, I'm not going to hold you. I used to meditate. I used to wake up at like five in the morning and just go to the living room. And, um, <laughs> yeah, are, are you, are you judging? judging me right now no you just i just like how you were talking about like meditating and you're pouring yourself a glass yes. of whiskey <laughs> like yeah i've meditated hey, that's before. kind of a form of meditation this is my meditation right here. <laughs> that's a form of, of mind altering substance it's just you know an external, an external yeah you know like just oh some, some regular regular shit but yeah no like i would i would um so there was this this one um youtube uh, channel that I would um, listen to and um, she was pretty awesome man and it it's, was probably like 15 minutes long but in the beginning I, I did struggle because you know it, it's hard for me to like fucking concentrate and just live itself so I <laughs> I used to fucking struggle but after that like all that breathing and learning how to like zone shit out I was able to do it and it's really good I like it it's just flexing your mind, Mermzy. That's all. But and yoga, yeah, man. We, can, should, we can get into meditation. We can get into medication, meditation and stuff like that. I don't that. think uh, that's a whole I, podcast. I don't think I. Uh, I don't think I want to expand my mind anymore. I think I'm. I think I'm done doing that shit. But you know, let's uh, let's let's just get into it here. Let's uh, introduce our our guest of today. We have with us an MC that also produces from the Bronx. Crisis, how you doing today, man? What up, brother? What up? What up? What up? Yeah. Now you said it says uh, you're from the Bronx. You you were born and raised in the Bronx. You uh born and raised in the Bronx. Is that where you're at right now? Yes, sir. Okay. What part okay. of the you Bronx? Know- what part of the Bronx? We talking about Soundview. Oh my God! It's Soundview. Jesus Christ. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. I'm hurt. <laughs> you know, man. What uh? What made you want to be? An artist, man. What made you want to want to do the whole music thing, man? I don't. I mean, I'm the last of ten kids. Okay. And I was born and raised in the Bronx, so hip hop was just like and better than me since since the womb. Basically, My brothers yeah. and sisters was listening. As soon as I came out the womb, they was listening, and it just it just stuck with me. So you know, my whole the whole my whole area was just entrenched in hip hop. Okay. But when was like the the catalyst? Like how how old were you when you think you uh you you started? Like was it in school and stuff, or did you wait until after? I mean, it was it was a little bit of everything. It was like a little bit of home, and then you know, as you start leaving home and going to school and meeting more friends, and you start you know you meet more people there into hip hop, and you guys start exchanging who you like, and before you know, you're just entrenched in it. It's like part of your life. Is 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 is. It's just every it's part of your culture every day, basically. Okay. That's awesome. Well, you know, if there is a Mount Rushmore of so four people, right, in hip hop that you could put on your own hip hop Mount Rushmore, who would those four people be? Mm. Nice. It's rough because those are tough, right? Gonna change a little bit. But um, I mean, pun, I always put pun up there. Okay. Damn right. Yeah, I always put big pun up there. Um just because of the, the whole the Puerto Rican connection, the Bronx connection, KRS. 
obviously. Um, nice. I mean, I put DIT, I put the whole DITC up there too. Like, you know, they just iconic from the Bronx. They, they did so much rapping wise, um, beat wise. Um, I don't know. It's just, and, and I, I would say Coogee rap was like probably my main, one of my biggest influences, period. Just made me want to rap, like, besides the wool, but they like a crew, but like, you know, the G rap was like the first one to make me like say, I want to start trying to rap. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. You know, you know what's they, crazy? They, you about thought of that, that a lot faster than well, a lot of people, uh, a lot of people usually think about that, that, that question. I'm glad you were uh, you were able to answer a lot. But of that. you know so what's crazy that, about that question, though? And you're from the Bronx. You're from the East Coast. But you're probably one of the first artists ever because we always say, like, you know, who's influential and whatnot, you know, for a lot of different artists. But you're probably one of the first ones from the East Coast to not say someone like Biggie or like one of them. I mean, OG I mean he's one of my favorite. But like before Big, it was some of the guys I met, except for Pun, because Pun came a little after Big. But like. It's just, you know, some of them other guys, like, you know, they're just big info. But Biggie was definitely, if you want to go past four or five, Big's, Big's up there in the tent. Word up. Big's definitely up there in, the t- in my tent. Yeah, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's a creative thing. It's another outlook. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It kind of expands it. Because I also feel like when people say Biggie, it's a it's a cop-out. And it's just yeah. like one of them. A little cliche. Like, of course, because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. saying people that we would be like, oh, yeah, you know, nod our head up and down. Like, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, Biggie, Biggie. Yeah. Check, check, check. But you're actually bringing <laughs> in other artists, right, that kind of let you know, like, hey, you know, you're knowledgeable about it and a little bit more culture. So I kind of respect that answer, man. I kind of like the fact that you didn't just throw out the Biggie, you know? That's what's up. Regardless if it was true or not. Or Jay-Z, because, I mean, you know, it's usually like... uh Jay-Z, Biggie, or, like, Nas. Yeah, I mean, like I said, they, they definitely... And they're all great, kind of, like, yeah. You know, they're, like they're, I said, there was just some influences that got me before them and a little after them, you know what I'm saying? Like, Pun just holds a certain, just a special place in, 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 in my in my mind, in my heart. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I always... Pun is gifted. Pun, yeah, pun is, is, I have to say just like here in 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 the united states because i don't i don't really know like if he was like like crazy international with it but like i know that like for us you know puerto ricans and shit like we we like that that motherfucker had bars like he was a motherfucking oh yeah no i I mean i still remember the first time i heard him it's still that that song still gives me goosebumps to this day that's why like yeah yo like it it, yeah, I put, sure. I put his first album against a lot of people's whole catalogs. So, you know, that's mm. why I mentioned it. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely some talent out there, man. And I see that you got a couple of different EPs out there yourself, huh? Yeah, man. I just hey, what do you got? About three, four of them? Actually, it's six and a half. God <laughs> damn, boy. You got I, six and a half EPs? I tend, to, I tend to not count anything past like seven songs. You know what I'm saying? So everything is pretty much five to six songs. So I've just been on a tear for the last like, 26 months the last two years pretty much because i mean the whole covid thing happened and mm-hmm. i was just like my focus wasn't fully into the music like i was going hard but i just wasn't fully focused in it and i guess the, the covid was kind of like a gift and a curse like everybody had to get locked down and be inside so it just brought out like the ultimate creativeness in me like it just made me go crazy so yeah so, you, so you got a covid project out there well <laughs> Technically, um, 
Perilous was the COVID project. That was that was the first project I put out during the co- the COVID era. Right. <laughs> yeah. So um. Yeah. But um. Yeah. I just it, you know it started off because I we had a group we was doing a whole crew thing and then um that didn't work out and then um I was like I gotta figure something out and then I lost everything. I lost my hard drive. Everything crashed. Lost everything. Had to start from scratch. So that was basically the test. Like, are you really into this? Are you really going to do it or are you just bullshitting? How'd so, you lose your hard drive? It crashed on me, you know, and, and and I wasn't being I wasn't being smart. Now everything's backed up three times. <laughs> but um, yeah, I wasn't being smart. I was just like not really just thinking about that, like my hard drive can ever crash. And then sure enough, one day I went to load up, turn everything on, load the hard drive and it wouldn't load. And I could not recover anything from it. And I literally lost everything. Everything? Oh, like, I, I was going to ask how much that hindered for you. Was that just the projects during 2020 or was it every, previous, you, like what, what, everything, everything? Everything. The only thing I had were some beats that I actually did back up because I actually thought I did have everything back up because I had a hard drive at home that I had was backing like beats up to. For some reason, I swore I backed up like all my masters all my songs that I recorded and when I got home that was that's when the blow really hit me because I realized I didn't have everything backed up and it was like I lost all my songs a lot of beats so it was like equivalent to when RZA when RZA lost everything during the big Wu-Tang flood when they had that during the beginning of the Wu-Tang so like it it hurt bad like I it, it took me like a week to just come out the house like i was it felt like i lost devastated it. yeah, yeah that's, that's a lot of work a second you know yeah that's that's what hurt me it wasn't necessarily the actual music it was the time i put into the mu- like to do all that stuff so that's what really crushed me and that's yeah. when i had to you know ask myself do you really want to do this because you got to start all over brother like you know what i'm saying there's right. no so that's what it's I good did. that you found that, that the boldness to keep going though after that. A lot of things like that in life is enough. For, yeah, no, you know, I know a couple. Just knock down to like fuck this. I'm not. Doing yeah, this now shit. I've known a couple of people that less has happened to them and they just completely gave it up. Like I'm yeah, call exactly. them punks, yeah. man. We call them punks in the industry. I'm just not. Feeling it. It's not my. I, I'm. I'm. I get. I. I fall. I'm getting back up. <laughs> like, you know what? I that goes into what I want. One of the things I wanted to ask you. Uh, obviously that. It's fucking difficult, but I wanted to ask just as an artist in general, and I, f- I feel like we don't ask this enough. What is one of the most difficult things you find when it comes to being an artist with releasing the music, anything? What is the main difficulty you find yourself having? Because it can't all be easy. There's no way. You know? Oh, no. Yeah, no, no. Hard I mean, some yeah people, other than that, that's what I said. Other than a that, a lot of people will be like, yo, you make it look easy, dude. I'm in here 12 putting crazy hours into the studio and but um, I would say the hardest thing for me now that I'm actually put, you know, in a little zone, putting music out, getting some beats placements, I would say the 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 promo really and just like reaching the people that I, I feel like as easy as it may seem is not as easy. Like, you know, yeah. people people into what they into, you know, what I'm saying and I can't knock anybody for that. So you got to you got to come as hard as possible or try to just interest as mm-hmm. much as possible so they could tap in and then it's like oh i like this and then you know they 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 you know tend to 
backtrack into your catalog if you got a catalog and you know and if they like that stuff it, it keeps them in tune so i feel like just just getting the people's attention may be the hardest thing because and you know once you got their attention then it's on you to just keep their attention but like just getting that initial you know attention from them at first yeah. there's so many it's artists like pulling teeth yeah, it's like it's so many artists it's like you you like a needle in the haystack for them so you know you got to that's wouldn't like think it'd be a lot to ask, like, just listen to this two minute song and trust me, you're going to love it. I mean, <laughs> and then people it, just it, they're it like, ah, I can't find the like song. that in the beginning of Internet, because I remember I'm like one of the first MySpace heads when MySpace. Uh, and eight. I remember during the MySpace era, you could actually interact with your with the people, your friends list. Like you would hit mm -hmm. them up directly and say, yo, check this out, man. And I gained a lot of like followers and of my music through my space because of that like now it's like you hit somebody and they it's like spam oh no nah, block you before they even read the message because there's so many people spamming now that you try to reach out to somebody directly and they automatically take it as you like spamming them or you know what i'm saying so it's like you gotta it's, it's like a thin line so you gotta kind of like like, listen, I'm not spamming you and reaching out to you direct. You kind of got to, like, get a little more personal with the people, which I don't mind. But, you know, is that that you got to do that now because everything is looked at as spam or you just, you know, you got so many bots on Instagram that just bombard your, your posts with nonsense. You don't even know who's real anymore. Exactly. Am so I real? Of, exactly. So you hit somebody up, they might just completely ignore you thinking you're one of those bots or something like that. So you got to get a little personal with people and you know, try to get them. And I think that's like maybe the hardest, but at the same time, I enjoy it because you, you get a connection with the act with the person on a one-on-one -on -one basis. You like, you like the work, the, the chase for it. You, you like that? Yeah, basically. I mean, you gotta, you gotta work to get whatever you want in life, period. So, you know what I'm saying? It's not like I'm just going to put true. all this work in the studio, put the music out there and just say, yeah, people are going to gravitate to it. Nah, I got to push it. I got to, you know, I got to I got to be out there, push it, let the people know. And, oh, yo, oh, I actually like that. You know what I'm saying? Because, like I said, people into what they into already. You know what I'm saying? So for somebody new to jump into what they like already, you got to, you know what I'm saying? Do you have a marketing plan that you kind of kind of go by? Like, do you try to set shit up to where, like, you'd be like, all right, let me drop this single and then I'm going to drop this EP. And by the time this EP drops, I'm gonna have this set up and this set up so we could do that, do that to kind of help people with that attention. Or do you just drop? I'm gonna be honest with you, I was just dropping. Now I'm getting a little bit more of a plan. We're doing, we're starting to do videos and just playing it out more. But before it was more like, I right, I've been doing this for a while. I haven't really put nothing out there other than a couple songs here and there. Um I want to show people that I could put together a project, a cohesive project, uh, and 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 be consistent with it. And I didn't. I I was at the point that it was like I didn't want to make excuses. I didn't really have the budget for videos at the time when I first started my project. I didn't have the budget for like Facebook ads and Instagram ads and stuff like that. So I didn't want to use that as an excuse because I've had people around me say, oh, I'm not doing this or I'm not putting music out because I don't have the money for this or I don't have the money for that. So I'm like, at least put the music out and then figure it out as you go. You know what I'm saying? So it was just a, a whole process from my first project that I released, how to release a project on all streaming services, how to register my music with all the people I got to register from Nielsen, SoundScan, SoundExchange, all that stuff, and just learn the process. 
And as I learned the process, I was, you know, doing my research. What should I do? Google ads, Instagram ads. So as the project started coming out, I started doing more and more of that. But now we're starting to focus. Well, on me, I should say, because there's not too much help on my end. But um, like, you know, now I'm starting to map it out, try to get podcast interviews and, you know, just try to do as much promo as I can now, because before it was just just drop the music, put it out there and just hit people up directly. Yo, I got a new project out. Check it out. I got a new project out. Check it out. So it was more like footwork on online. Plus, you know, wherever I go, I'm always outside. So I'm always telling people, yo, check out my new music. Check out this link. So stuff like that. But now that I'm starting to get into that flow of releasing music consistently, now I'm, you know, focusing more on the promo and the marketing and stuff like that, because that's very important at the end of the day. Yeah. So here's here's a here's a good thing you got going for you. Um, and it's a lot of shit that I hear from a lot of different artists and producers, you know, because we get a lot of interviews and there's a lot of backdoor secrets that we kind of get let in on. And especially just every time I sit down with the artist before I shoot a music video or do some type of visuals with them, we always talk about and we always exchange things. And uh, there's this thing out there. For the, for the listeners as well, y'all want some nuggets, man. Here's a nugget. And I don't know if this is going to work for everybody. I really don't know. Okay. But I'm about to, about to just put it out there, man. And we're going to see who gets on game. So if you have art and work that's already up, and I know my man over here, he's got, you know, six and a half EPs. I see he's already got a music video up on YouTube from two years ago. You know what I mean? Like he's got music. You got music crisis. You got stuff up, right? You got to be ready at any time to be able to hit somebody with either your hot five or your hot 10, right? From all your EPs and everything. But what you do is you invest in one project, get a, get a good grip on a of solid video, get that one song and then set up a social media account. And you throw a thousand dollars, you throw a band behind it in straight marketing. And that band is going to get you 66 to 150,000 eyes. And as long as you got your roots to that, music video into that song connected, you're going to get a streamline of people that are going to click it, click it. Cause you got to think out of 150,000 impressions, you're going to get 50, mm-hmm. right? 95. 95. You know what I'm saying? But out of those 50, you just got other people that are going through and starting to catch on and you have a resume and you have a portfolio for other people to kind of look and be like, oh, shit. Oh, damn. Duh, look at that. Look at that. So it's all those five years, you know, six years of all this work that you've been encultured with. But now you have six years of a portfolio, whereas a lot of artists, they go hard for a year. They throw everything they can into it. And then people are like, yo, that's just fire. But next thing you know, they just sitting around waiting and waiting. And waiting, and the people are like, "Yo, when's the next drop? When's the next? When's the next that?" Yeah, and then before you know it, twenty other artists popped up, and you they still waiting for you, and then they get tired. I I feel like music music could tend to be like food; you crave something for long enough, you you're not gonna want it after a while. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you gotta just be in these people's faces. And just show them consistency. So no, that's a great idea. And I and I'm already kind of incorporating something like that. Like I said, we've been I've been doing some Instagram ads and Facebook ads. Right now, I got a video that's being edited that we're gonna be dropping soon. So I plan on doing that same thing, throwing some money behind it, doing some ads behind it, Google ads. It's uh, you know people you know things like that. People, I, I talk with people and they say, hey, why don't you try this? And I'm like, okay, cool, let's try it. You know what I'm saying? Doesn't hurt. 
the most that could happen is it doesn't work and then you move on to something else and try it. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah, never yeah. closed-minded about doing especially now at this point. This it is you gotta be open to a lot of stuff and try try as much as possible instead of just sitting back and waiting for something to happen for you. Hell yeah. And you know, I don't want to get too much into the business side because I don't want the the show to be about that. But yeah, man, that's that's definitely something that, you know, is powerful is to be open minded like that. But I also want to kind of talk about the first time you stepped behind a microphone. How did you know that this game or this was because you said you were grown and like you grew up around it. But when you first stepped behind that mic, did you really think it was for you? And did you really believe 100 percent that you're going to be or did you just st- did it start off as a hobby or what? I mean, it did start off as fun. My boys used to have um, some DJ equipment and we would always throw house parties on my block. My sisters, my older brothers and sisters would always throw house parties. And there will always be somebody from the neighborhood that would jump on, on the mic and start rapping. And I always was intrigued by that because obviously I love the music, but then to actually see somebody doing it in person. So, you know, we would mess around ourselves playing around. I mean, obviously the freestyles was trash or whatever, but we would play around with it. And it just felt natural to me. Like it just felt like something because, mind you, I'm watching my brothers and sisters growing up. They're listening to music. My sisters were the type that used to write down all the lyrics in their notebooks. They would listen to their songs and they would write all the lyrics down. So I kind of got that from them. I would kind of do the same thing when I was a kid. So I was always memorizing songs that I would listen to. Like I knew all the words to them. So like when I would try to rap, it was a little easy for me because I always knew words from other songs or whatever, little raps or whatever. So little by little, my boys would say, yo, we're going over here. This kid got equipment. Like, we're going to go over there and hang out. And it's like, all right, I'll go hang out with them and just kind of be a fly on the wall, really. And then, you know, they would do little ciphers and they would come to me and they would look at me like, you know, rap. Like, and I would be like, ah, right, yeah, I just start rapping. And then I linked up with some kids that were a little more serious with it. They were writing and they got me into the writing. Like, yo, you should write. Start, start, you know, start sharpening your sword, basically. So that's that's kind of how I got in. I was young. I was probably like 11, 12, if that. And, you know, just little by little, I would write and here and there. But it, it wasn't serious until I really got into like recording. And I met some people that were recording and stuff. That's, would that's you, when, that's would you say, man, the music kind of kept you out of the streets? Or did you get more involved with the streets because of it? Um, I would say a little bit of both. It's It's crazy because in the beginning, because I wasn't into like, you know, like recording. I, it was just like a fun thing, you know, whenever somebody would play or, or have DJ equipment now, we would play around or whatever. So I was really into the streets heavy. And then that's when my, I met the people that, you know, the, my boys that were writing and recording. They got, they were real serious with it and they got me, you know, into it serious on the writing tip and all that. And that's when I was like, I started like pretty much leaving the block to go hang out with them in their studio basically so i would say it was a little bit of both because you know in the beginning the music was kind of hardcore and crazy so you kind of it kind of like in your subliminally it's in your head and you kind of do crazy shit in the street but um yeah once i got serious it, it, it took me out the street definitely because you know like i said rather than be on the block hanging out in the corner with all the fellas and getting into trouble 
I'm in. Yeah, school. when you guys talk about the streets, what do you what do you mean by that? What's going on in the streets? Is the, you just talking about general like, trouble? Uh, out there? That was the widest yeah. thing I've ever heard. Damn, no, man. no, seriously. What what what? I want nah, the listeners you know, to know. My, I mean, if you anybody who knows about my area, Soundview is just a lot. I of already trouble. know. A lot of drug spots, a lot of killings. Yeah. I was just going to say I that. Mean, a lot of cutties, a lot of yeah, everything. Robberies. I mean, Hold just up. wild, crazy shit. Statues. Hold up. Hold up. I, I don't mean to cut you off, but I think it was like, I don't know how many episodes ago it was, but I had to shout out Sabrosuras. Oh, one of my favorite restaurants. Ah! God, I fucking love their pork fried rice. That bourbon chicken, though. But yeah, the streets, you know, the streets was just you. It was almost like a job. You come out in the morning, you hit the block, sell yeah. something, sell some things, might get into some fights with your boy. It was just 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 anarchy, basically, just pure chaos and and no fucks given, basically. So that that's pretty much what it was. And and, you know, you got people, you, everybody's like trying to out hard rock each other type shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, so, you know, you tend to, you tend to get into a lot more trouble than you should have when you're younger. And and it was almost like it was a haven to go to, to my friend's house with all the studio equipment because they would just pile up in the living room. They had equipment in the living room. They would just sit around on the couch and everybody would cipher or record. And I loved that shit. And it was like, what? I don't got to get chased by the cops or harassed <laughs> by the cops or patted down by, you know, or get into a fight or duck bullets or some wild, crazy shit like that. So it was like, they, you know, my friends would start noticing and be like, yo, where the fuck you been at? Where you be at? And it's like, I'm over here, man. I'm in the studio. I'm, 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 I'm trying to figure this out now. Yeah, I'm not trying to be around that crazy shit anymore. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying? It's like when you around it from a very young age, you get you you grow up very fast and you 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 you're over the bullshit very fast too, especially when your friends are dropping, your friends are getting long jail sentences, you know. And it's like Jesus. you're next. Mm-hmm. And you know, you tell your older people tell you, your your relatives tell you, you're next, and you don't want to believe that shit, but then the next person next to you, it happens to, and you're like. Yeah, maybe maybe they are right. Maybe it is. Maybe yeah. I am next. At least you, know? you were able and to I, identify that, though. You know? Yeah, no, but I escaped. I, it, it, I'm a knuckle. I was a knucklehead, too. I, it, it took <laughs> lessons. I had to touch the stove a couple of times myself mm-hmm. and burn a couple of times before I but at least you realized. No, but yeah, no, I have friends that they you put they put their hand yeah. on the stove and don't even realize they being burnt. So, right. you know, yeah. So, you know, I and I tried to put that into some of my friends, too. Like, yo, dude, I'm going to the studio. I remember you was rapping. You should come with me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just to try to keep some of the guys out of trouble. But everybody's their own person, you know. So the studio was definitely my haven. And then after you being a while in equipment, I, I was always some people like one of them kids that was intrigued by something. I see DJ equipment. Wow. I'm just like all up on it. So I was the same way once I got around studio a candy store. Yeah, I was like a kid. I just wanted to learn. I was on my boy's back. Yo, how you do this? How you do that? Like, you know what I'm saying? I was just like like a sponge. Mm-hmm. So I always started telling myself, I'm going to have my own studio one day. I'm going to build my own studio one day. And that's where I'm at right now. Built my own studio and just started. Oh, you're in your studio right now? Yeah, I'm in my own studio right now. Oh, that's awesome. Well, hey, man, you know, we, we talked about the the difficulties yeah, with being an artist and, you know, the difficulties in your life becoming an artist. But what's what's a highlight 
what's a what's a fun thing about being an artist that you could you could tell the listeners? Well, definitely one of the highlights is the studio. During the COVID lockdown, yeah. I decided when I told myself, listen, you got to go hard or don't do it at all. It's 100 percent because right now you got one foot in and one foot out. You got to put both feet in. So I said, I'm going to redo the studio from scratch. Like I'm going to make this thing look professional, sound mm -hmm. professional in here and and just go in. So after I redid the studio, I just like literally sat here for like a few days, just marveling at it. I'm gonna be <laughs> with you. I was just like, because it was such a big Yeah, because it was like, I, I remember telling myself this, like I've always had a little studio equipment, like just to record, but to actually have a soundproof studio with a booth, top of the line equipment, and not have to worry about going to a big studio in Manhattan or something like that. It, it was just like, like I said, it was surreal for me. I, even though I was the one who actually built this shit, like, but just sitting here after the fact, it was just like a real proud moment. Kind of like a father watching his son walk for the first time or something like that. Like, you know, it was just like, it was just a real proud moment. And then to put out my first project on streaming services and do everything myself from the production, recording it mixing it mastering it the artwork i mean everything i did everything so to sit back after these two things it, it, it was like all right this now is that is right that choice. studio just going to be for you or are you going to let other artists come in record or well that was the doing? main intention at first like to okay. build a studio for me to have a home base to record at whenever i want create when i want because mm -hmm. there was times when i'll be at home and think of some shit and I didn't have no nothing to like, you know, I have to wait to the next day to go to my friend's studio to and sometimes the idea might get lost or so now that I have my own studio, I could just create whenever, like at any time I want to. And that I take full advantage of it, too. Like, I know oh, people yeah, you got actually have access 24 hours to studios and they're barely in it. You have a like, thought at like three in the morning, and then just come down here and record it real quick. Yeah, literally. I just, you know, my house is like my maybe a block away from from the studio, so I just walk. Oh it. yeah, I, there you go. I got a car, and it's, it's cool too because I walk it, you know, and it helped me think of some stuff until I get to the studio, and I just I lay it down or whatever. So, you know, I'm, well, hell I'm, yeah, I'm, man, I I loved hearing all of that, man. But you know, we're gonna. It's not like we're gonna take a break here for a second, but we're we're about to get into uh, one of our favorite segments we do here at Great Morning. And that is, of course, the word of the day. Word. 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 Word of the day. You're going to look at Jimmy's screen there. He's uh, he's backing up to grab it, but he's going to grab this uh, old dictionary. We call it the big old dick. In the room, right. This dictionary is from 1941. It's been passed down in Jimmy's family for a long time. Right. Um, yep. And it's with him now. And we use it for the word of the day. So how the word of the day works, though, is Jimmy's going to flip open that dick to a random page. He's going to put his finger down. And he's going to lift his finger up. And whatever his finger landed on will be our word of the day. Now, with season three of Great Morning, our guest has to use the word in a sentence. So, you know, at the end of the, the season, we're going to rate our top 10 guest sentences. So no pressure, but that is the game. Uh, hopefully you ready ever, for it? You ever, play, you ever play Call of Duty? Uh yes, I've played it a couple times. I'm not I'm not a first person game though, a gamer though. Kind of gets okay. me. So all right, well, either way, man, I'm expecting a kill streak right here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't really play games like that, so I don't know. I don't, 
I don't know, man. Whatever, man. KD, that's the right term. That's the right term. All right. You ready? Yes. I'm going to look over yonder. I just got to be gentle with it, you know? So, Stephanie, I like the wardrobe change. Like a Lord of the Rings. Yes. Bitch. You know, I had to get a little New York. You know, I had to put some biggie on, even though we said we weren't trying to be cliche, but fuck that. Yeah. I also <laughs> liked, I just liked your comment, Crisis. You said that looks like an old, like one of those old Moria books in Lord of the Rings yeah, or something. I cast a, I could probably oh. cast a spell on this motherfucker, man. I would be surprised. That was good. That was cool. All right. You guys ready? Ready. Yep. And bop. Millipede. No way. No fucking way. Millipede. So just right. nah. the bug, huh? So that's my millipede. Best. So I got well, here. It's actually so he's gonna spell it and then he's gonna give you the a thousand. It. It's actually a thousand plus peas. Petus. Any of numerous myria pods constituting the division diplo diploda. Diplopodo, poda. <laughs> usually right? have a more. Fuck? Oh, here's the animal part. Diplod, di, diplopoda, right? Diplopoda, yeah. <laughs> they usually have a more or less cylindrical body covered with numerous segments, table matter, and have no poisonous fangs. Mm. Mm. But not thousands... like uh, centipedes are poisonous, right? So the millipede thousand. Can you spell it for us, Jimmy? M I L L E P E D E. It's an E after the L? I thought it was an I. Well, M I L L E P E D E. Hmm. There's a tree, actually. So you have millipede, and then you have milli. Peed. So yeah, that's it's, it's actually both words, but I guess yeah, I guess maybe one's the uh the English way of saying it. Boy, I gotta come up with a sentence with that. Yes. So you gotta yeah. use a sentence with the word millipede in it. And it can be whatever you want. It just has to have the word in it. You get okay. bonus points for using it correctly, obviously. Yo, you okay. gotta spit some serious bars for that shit. You from the I mean, it's just a sentence, right? Yeah, I don't have to spit now, no fuck that. Now, gotta, fuck I that. Mean, this is a challenge. Uh, no, no. Fuck that. You're going to fucking... Let's go. King. Are we going to battle, Steph? Since you're over there in New York, too? You're going to battle? Is this going to be know. like... I don't know, son. Like, I, I, this is like my third fucking shot. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling kind of like... I, I don't All know. right. Y'all should battle. Let's battle. I, I got a millipede bar. I, I definitely got some sentences. Okay. All right. What's your sentence? I was in my mother's garden, and a millipede crawled on me. Hell yeah. <laughs> and it's also, and I also used to play Millipede on Atari. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're you okay. Oh. okay. Atari. Okay. There you go. All right. Atari. <laughs> I fuck with that game, man. Oh, boy, and his fake ass. You got you to remember, I got two older brothers. I used to watch them play Millipede and all that stuff. So, yeah. That's my sentence. The garden. Hell yeah, that's that's a tough word. I'm not gonna lie. That's a tough millipede. one, really. I thought it was easy because he did it right. It's like I was in my mother's garden, a millipede fucking girl. Millipede, on. my yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a sentence, and it makes sense. It's it's no uh, it's no apungerous, man. All right, I'm a rap on it. Ready? Give me that beat. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, turn it up, Steph. Yeah, turn my headphones up. Uh, yeah. Millipede. I'm a Steve. Roll up, roll up, roll up the fucking weed. Oh. You gonna okay. roll that weed, millipede it up. I don't even know, but we're gonna go to shit up. Yeah, millipede. Coming through like a stampede. Ah. I got the bird with the whole feed. Hey. On Twitter with my whole feed. Oh, oh, that was actually kind of hard. Get it? I got the bird right, plus the whole feed, and I'm on Twitter with the old feed. You better stop. I like how you did your own verse, and then you're like, oh, wait, that was hard. I'm a <laughs> rapper now. Verse. Throw me on, Crisis. Let's collaborate. Oh, Let's yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, that's a good one. That was good. I have fun just now. Get him on an EP game. of yours. Oh, yeah. And just do a millipede song. The gate. People will be like, what the fuck? The, the millipede intro, we're going to do. The millipede intro, yeah. <laughs> intro. Mom living life as a millipede. Miller. Life as a millipede. Gotta have oh, the hi hats going crazy. That was great. That was a great sentence. Uh, you know, straight up like with millipede. That was a uh, that was an easier. You know, you know what's funny? These uh these last couple uh word words of the days we've been getting. Um, I feel like they've been getting a little easier. Not that the that spirit, has anything to do with the spirits were with me. The spirits were with me. They guided his finger to an easy word. So. Yeah, they're yeah because they're like in the if you listen <laughs> if you go back and listen to the beginning of the season, right? Those fucking words, man. Some people got some fucking tough ass words, man. Yeah, but then, like you got millipede, and then like I remember Harlow got like head head skull. Yeah, head, head skull. skull. And as a that's not even fair as a porn star. That's not fair. That was like no. extra, like out of all the pages and all the words that Fucking exist headphones. in that Webster's dictionary, and she got that. Hey, I want to talk about OnlyFans real quick. Yes, I yes, also was going. Yes, we were we were discussing this yesterday. Real quick, Steph real quick, real quick. So check it out, okay? OnlyFans as of October first is no longer going to allow sensitive content, yes, or adult content because they want it to go back to like the regular shit. So yeah, like, like people that see it. They pay to see like artists or like uh, people do like classes like where they're cooking, like they'll do cooking classes and shit like that. Like they want yeah. to, co- to go back to there. And it's funny how the history of OnlyFans, how it quickly just <laughs> divulged into, hey, do you want to see my tits? I'll show you my tits. And <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got people like me over here like, all right, guys, I'm going to show you how to edit a music video. And it's yeah. like, nah, I'm going to shake that ass. Yeah. Shake that ass, shake that ass, shake that ass. Take my whole clientele, man. So you know, I we we should uh we should call you should uh hit up Harlow and see what her plan is. But you know, what I you mean what her she's got a whole agency. No, but you, she she was saying at the end of our episode with her, she that wants to be independent. She, she wanted to really yeah. just do the OnlyFans thing because it was easier for her to stay home with the family and, and get stuff. in contact with the other people and yeah. just say, hey, this is what we're gonna do, and you agree. Game but you wise. know what, Jimmy, I start her own business. Jimmy, you know what the first thing? So maybe this isn't good that I just have these thoughts, but like, you know what the first thing I thought of when I saw that article? Like, I saw it in the news or something. Like, OnlyFans is going to stop doing that by October first. You know what my first fucking thought was? What? Stephanie can't have her OnlyFans. Gonna hit up Jimmy sometime this week and see if maybe he he can make a website that will allow all these people to come back and do like their sexually explicit stuff. We'll call it. We'll call it Lonely Fans. Yeah, it'll be it'll be uh really like yeah, hey, like, how's it going, yeah, man? Yeah. There's baby daddy right there. But yeah, it would be <laughs> it would be very lucrative, right? But then he, here's the problem. Now is we we were beat to the punch because Stephanie, right? Who who was it? Tyga 
Tyga has his own. Tyga, yes, that motherfucker. He beat us. Tyga's nah, got his own. Nah, pero you know what? I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. I think that we can definitely do something better than Tyga. Because who fucks with Tiger like that? Like, no one really fucks with Tiger. <laughs> and then I'll keep it a buck with you. Like, it's me. I'm the Puerto Rican mamacita from Spanish Harlem. So, you know, motherfuckers is going to fuck with me. So yeah. we got to figure something out. Because is, if you guys Nobody can see my screen, Tiger. it's called My Star. My Big Star. Baby. That shit is mad corny. So that looks like, yeah, that is a little corny. That's but it looks like, as of right though. now, that's the place where the girls the can go to after OnlyFans. Even a yeah, picture. even a picture, even a picture looks kind of whack. Yeah, it's like him on. with a bunch of girls laying next to him. And stuff. I mean, it's it, I don't know. It's that look, nah, I that think ours, I think our lonely fans would be way better. Lonely fans sounds like a better name now for nothing. It's you a better name, saying? but isn't it a little? Uh, I feel like we might be offending some of the clientele. Nah, I feel <laughs> like that just sounds like OnStar. Aren't they lonely though? That's why they doing what they do. They, yes, I know, but maybe they don't want to. Maybe they don't want to point it out. It's like you know, if someone's fat. They don't want you to tell them they're fat. They know they're fat. They don't want you coming up to them on the How street about and be this? like, hey, you're fucking fat. How I mean, about this? Join a dating site that has dating in the name. I mean, <laughs> yeah. How about true. this? Okay. What's up? Fanpire. Like Fanpire. Em- like empire, but fanpire. So that's bitches true. be building their empires. You start saying trademark. And that that all these, some of these females the like a little empowerment. Like you said, they building their empire, the vampire. That's mm. that's. I'm name. a fan press and I have a vampire. You, you better start copy, copywriting some of these things, brother. That's right. what I just said. Right yeah, I was like, dude, say trademark after you. Trademark. 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 That's shit. That's yeah, it. Nah, actually, that's a good name right there. That's, that's Damn right. Look into that, man. Because I'm the bris- I'm the business mind around here. This is what I bring to the yeah. table. Yeah, yeah, the rest of us don't know anything about this. <laughs> I'm just a pretty face here that drinks. Oh no, I thought I was the pretty face. No, I am. No. <laughs> What the fuck are you trying it. to say, Stephanie? I'm not it even brought up for the pretty face. The one here. Well, you just introduced yourself as the business mind, so you can't be the pretty face as well. What, are you going to be everything? Uh, you can't be you the pretty face. You threw it in my title. You, th- you introduced me as that, man. You branded me. I did. I'm forced to fill my lane because you branded me from, epis- from the pilot two years ago, okay? Everybody's all three. Yeah, there you go. Thanks, hey, Crisis. All, Thank you. great looking. But you know what? That, that reminds me. I, I meant to bring this in earlier up, oh, but she's uh, Stephanie. Stephanie. Gang. I need you for this. All right. Mm. I, I, th- I think it's time. I, I, I really want to hear some facts. Oh, let's talk about some motherfucking facts, y'all. Hold All right. We're going to hear that jingle for uh, Stephanie. Play that motherfucking jingle. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I think it's time. I think it's time for Stephanie to give us some Oh yeah, baby. Anyway, so what uh (laughs) what are some of the facts today, man? I I let me hit y'all with some motherfucking facts. Let's I'm ready. Do some facts. Wait, can we do trivia? No. Okay, never mind. Go ahead. Facts. It's a little facts, late facts. to do trivia. Facts, facts. 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 All right. So listen. So first of all, let me share this because I want to be able to, you know, because I'm recording everything, you know, and it's- I can hardly hear you, Stephanie. Oh, I'm here. I'm here. So okay. So 
peanuts aren't technically nuts. Did you know that? I did know that, actually. Shut the fuck up. No, you didn't. That is one I knew. Yeah, everybody everybody knew that one. All right. So that 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 don't count. All right. Where are they? They're technically what? Like a root, right? What is it? I'm, no, a peanut I'll just is, give it to you. I'm not giving you all the information. A peanut's a seed. It's a seed? You have to crack peanuts. From, yeah, that's a seed. Yeah, but what would it? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. I, yeah. yeah, you might be right. Okay. Probably right. Right. Shit. The next one. <laughs> it's actually a fruit. It's actually a fruit. <laughs> what is a peanut? What is a peanut? Okay, ready? All right, we're ready. I don't like this one because it includes birds, but I'm just going to give it to you anyway. Did you know that turkeys can blush? Can blush? Yeah. I thought they were blushing 24-7 already. <laughs> yeah, like you, you flirt with them and then they're like... Turkey, there's a wild turkey on my block right now. So somebody just brought in. I came out of my house the other day and it was like a baby turkey just in front of my house. There's a okay. wild turkey on the sh- running loose in the streets of the Bronx right now? Yes, I'm I like, what I'm going to hold up. Listen, we don't we don't talk about birds too much here on Great Morning because I have a fucking bird phobia. So we're going to keep this. Shit this bird is in the hood right now. What are you no, talking there's about? There's no fucking birds. Excuse me. First of all, where I live at, there's like no birds. We have you brought the marbles. fact to the table. You brought you're matter. the reason we're talking it's about the turkey right now. Listen, why are you attacking me right now? Attacking? Okay. Yo, is that is that is that turkey knocking on doors, being like, yo, we're stepping the ass, we're stepping the ass. Yard to yard. We're going from yard to yard, or she? I'm not sure what it is, but it's going from yard to yard and eating the grass. I'm like, no, sh- okay, listen, listen. I I got something for the guys. Listen, listen, ladies, ladies. I need y'all to like open up your ears and shit. All right, hold on. I'm sorry. So. Oh. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Hold up. Where the Some fuck? Margarita, right? Yeah. You know where the fuck is it? Okay. Here we are. A man can reduce his chances of getting prostate cancer by having at least four orgasms a week. Ladies, take care of your man, please. Mm, but what if you go over that? Is that okay? Balls. That's fine. Protect four the balls. Is the minimum. Four is the minimum. The minimum, minimum. is four orgasms a week. No limit. No <laughs> limit. Protect There's the no limit, at all costs. No I can do. I can do four in a day. I'm about to be invincible. Fuck. I'm it. about to be. I'm about to be <laughs> cancer free in this motherfucker. We starting up Fanpire, and I'm gonna be the CEO. I'm gonna be invincible from oh, all disease. You're gonna be the Thanos of what's the name of our show? Yeah, Jimmy's gonna have the it. stones of orgasm, just like Hell in yeah. reality is with. Right? Oh my god, we should have that on our shirt. Stones, you like, you know what? stones you know of be orgasm. Awesome? I got another <laughs> business idea. She's gonna say uh, you need four orgasms a week. Oh I, got a, I got a business idea. How about we do this? How about we get a bunch of super hot chicks to be massage therapists, and they go to your house, and every single one of their items is made something. Like it's named something nasty, but they never actually do anything nasty. There's no happy ending, but like they'll be like, "Oh yes, would you like stones, uh, stones for orgy?" And you'd be like, "What? Yes, yeah, so orgy hot stones for orgy." But they're really just like hot stones. And then you'd be like, "Would you like lubrication? You know what I mean? Would you like just like saying oil, say lubrication? You know, I might get a little crazy later on after like six months." 
there's going to be some indecent proposals being made. It's, it's Absolutely not, because that, listen, we're going to have a contract. We're not going to have none of that bullshit because we're going to come to makes it be broken. No, no, no. <laughs> listen, okay, listen. Okay, so we have here. Listen, <laughs> boys. Okay, listen, I have another fact. Yes, okay. we know. Okay, so the vagina and okay. the eye. Hold up. And the eye. What What's the mean? vagina again? For the listeners that don't know. The vagina is the boom boom. Okay. The big move. Now they definitely <laughs> from that. So, so check this out. So the vagina and the eye, right, are self cleaning organs. So you don't have to put anything up there, up the passage to clean it. Did you know that? But why, why do that? Why do you then? My ex girlfriend lied to me. Yo, bitches be lying, son. I swear to God. Self cleaning. Yeah, she wanted yes. me to clean it. What? 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 What the fuck? You can't you can't drop information like that. What? We'd be in the shower and we'd be soaping up. We'd be soaping up. Right. And there'd be soap all over my cock. I want everyone to imagine my penis right now. So my penis is just sudsy. Right. And then I would fuck her and she'd be like, good. Now I am clean. And then she went to work. She's a very strange gal. Sud dicks. Sud dicks. You got the suddies. I think there's a lot of vaginas in the hood that didn't get that self-cleaning memo. I'm just going yeah. to leave that. Definitely not. I also used to do it to her ass, too. I'd really clean out that ass. But anyway. Great, yeah. <laughs> let's, hear, let's hear. Uh, yeah, great morning. Let's hear another factor. Yes. Okay. I don't know if I want to do anything more sexual because shit. I mean, yeah, they don't have to be sexual. Let's hear like a technical. Yeah. Fact. We don't always have to go sec- the sexual route. We don't ever go sexual. This was like the second time that I've done a sexual fact. Yeah, it's not like we have like two episodes named Nymphomatics or anything. Shut up. No, we did not. <laughs> you talk so much shit sometimes. We're not you like on that. the show naked for like a special for season four or anything. I mean, they... Oh, he's looking at me. He's already planning the special for season... The naked special. The naked special. Like how we're stern right now. What's going on here? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah fucking <laughs> take our clothes off. Okay. All right, you guys are ready. All right, yes, let's do it. I bet the Firefox logo isn't a fox; it's a red panda. Did you know that? Now my mind is blown. <laughs> what? Why? Okay, it, it looks like a fox. But it's not. Is a red panda. <laughs> it's a red make... panda. That's weird, right? Well, now you know. Well, you know what? I, I, the red pandas do look like foxes, though. So I could, I could. It's understandable, but it does look like a fox because I just, I just, I got the icon floating right now on my screen. And I'm looking <laughs> at it like that's a fox. <laughs> Wait, it's is it a, a panda fox. or is it a a red panda? That should look like a fox, man. It does look like a fox. That's why I. There's no way it's a panda. It's a red panda. A red, a red panda does look a little like a fox, though. Yeah, a red oh, panda. Not a oh, the name panda. is a red panda. A red panda. Is. Yeah, not a, not like a panda. Yeah, actually, you're thinking, and then they yeah. colored it, they painted it red. Not yeah. that, like an actual. An actual oh animal. wow. Like yeah, mind blown, right? You learn something new every that day. That was that was a good one. I that did not know one. that. That was all my right, favorite all right. one so far. One, one more, one more, Stephanie, and then one more. On okay. okay, okay. The first computer mouse was made in 1964 by Doug Engelbart. It was rectangular and made from wood. His name was Doug. I believe it. And he yes. made a wood mouse. Made a yes. wood mouse. Yeah, wow. yeah. I believe it. I believe that. And that yep. must be 
crazy. He, he did that. How did he I'm make a, how did he make a mouse roll? Because you know how they have like the ball in the mouse? There was a big it? ball in it. Do that. There was a massive ball. He was probably fucking up his table with that wood. He sure <laughs> was. Man, I get it. Hey Jimmy, I could, uh, I could see that. I can't hear you. I see that you're talking though. I'm I'm talking right now. Can anyone else hear Jimmy right now? Yes, I can. Oh, I can't. What the fuck? Why can't I hear you guys, not Jimmy? I don't know. Because you're being weird. Check the facts. Check the okay, facts. Now I hear him. There we go. This so yeah. That was weird. Yeah. Sorry about that. But hell yeah, that was a that was a Stephanie's facts, of course. Of course. Um, one of our new. Uh, we've done that twice now. Three times. I learned something Three about the wood uh, mouse and uh, the Firefox. Right. Take it to the bar with you, man. Take it to the bar. Then next, sit down. Yeah. And when you get that awkward situation, just be like, "So, uh, oh, did, did you, you know? know that the fucking <laughs> Firefox symbol is actually a red panda?" <laughs> you know, crisis. Like, wow. What else does this guy know? Crisis. Before me. we before we move into uh, you know the end of the episode and do our plugs, uh, I wanted to ask you one last thing, and uh, that is in the near future, the near future, not the distant. You know. In the near future, what is one thing you definitely want to see for yourself come out of uh, the music you're you're producing and making there? Well, I would definitely. I mean, I mean, obviously more success, but um, just producing for a lot of other artists. Like I'm getting more into that right now, so I would definitely like to do that more. Maybe produce produce a whole project for some artists that's hmm. out there right now. So you know, I'm I'm working on it. Let's see. I, I just linked with a couple of artists now that are making noise. So let's see what happens, but you know, that's that's pretty much like short-term, near-future goals that I would like to accomplish. Oh, hell yeah, man! I think that's a great goal. That's a great goal to have, short-term. Yeah. But you know, man, uh, we're we're running into that uh that time here at Great Morning that uh that sad, 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 sad time where we bring things to a close. Clothes? I said clothes. We bring things to clothes. And uh, we go around the computer screen and we do our last minute plugs. So starting with Stephanie, your grace, you got any last minute plugs for listeners? Yes. I'm going to need y'all. Listen, all my followers, all the listeners, all of my wonderful, our wonderful freaking listeners. I need y'all. So listen, Mm -hmm. I need y'all to follow me on TikTok, right? Because the goal is to get me more than 10,000 followers. So, you guys, you have to follow me, okay? TikTok, here it is. So, it is Steffi, S-T-E-P-H-Y-Y, two underscores, and the zero, okay? And then IG, I need y'all to follow me there as well. You love Steph, Y-U-L-L-U-V-S-T-E-P-H-H double underscore and just follow me man let's let's i'm okay the goal is to get a nice sponsorship with five napkins okay i want to be a food blogger for five napkin okay because we're gonna have a great morning burger i want us to have a great morning burger and that's that's gonna be our goal because they have really great food and i just want to talk about their food and drink that's all i want to do and they're so amazing because my baby mama is the assistant manager there. Shout out to Five Napkins, y'all. Look it up. <laughs> That's all she what? wants to do. After that, she's keeping the podcast. She's no, I'm not. No, 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 no. Because we're going to have our great morning freaking 
burger. What are you talking about? We're going to be. I'm a- joking. A whole family. That's what we're going to be together. Should we talk about what we discussed would be on the burger? These aren't we allowed to choose? What happened? <laughs> All right. Never mind. I was yeah, we, did, we discussed that love- yesterday at dinner. What would be on yeah, the burger? Whatever. But yes, oh guys, please God. freaking follow me. So let's 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 get past this goal so we can all come and eat at five napkin and have that fabulous as great morning freaking burger. OK, thank you. I love you. And if she gets to uh, 15,000 followers, uh, she will make a my star account. Yes, I will <laughs> back that ass up. <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, that that was great, Stephanie. Thank you for those last minute plugs. And, uh, you know, moving along to uh, my friend, Jimmy the Shooter. You got any last minute plugs? Sir, so I can't shout this this man's projects out, but I personally got to collaborate with O'Shea Ivy on his uh, last music video. So he's got a song title and a project coming out, man, that I'm pretty excited about uh, that I probably shouldn't have even mentioned. Also, linked up with Linkstar last week. We got another music video dropping. And next week, I'm linking up with another artist his name is Odie, and he's coming out here to san diego to do some work with me man so we're starting to get real busy uh i just love the movement man i love the energy i love the passion behind everybody you guys can follow me on instagram at slightly special with two l's about to rebrand it and kind of keep it going man but follow us on tiktok follow stephanie on tiktok i got a tiktok out there if you guys want to follow it (laughs) i got one video up and it kind of hit but it's called it's slightly special with three l's on tiktok oh yeah yeah you know what we should do one together yeah we need Fucking to huh yeah. yeah yeah man Worms, you should make an account so we should all do it together we can like do like a like a like a stitch so i'll start one and then jimmy goes and then you'll go and then it'll just at the end it'll be all of us together and bang great fucking morning you know i had i had some ideas for that that i won i keep forgetting to run past you anyway but we'll talk we'll talk after the episode about that Bet. Bet. Definitely. All right. Awesome. Great last minute plugs, guys. Um, before we move into our honored guest, uh, my last minute plugs are, of course, you can follow these two great people. They already said it, but I'll say it again. You love Steph on Instagram. You love Steph with what? What was that? Underscore zero on TikTok? Oh, my God. It's Steffi. Steph. Oh, shit. I fucked up. Yeah. Okay. Oh, just oh, just rewind the episode and go back to what she said. <laughs> follow uh, Slightly Special with two L's at the end on Instagram. Follow Slightly Special with three L's on TikTok. Um, you can follow me, Christian D. Merm. That is my personal on Instagram. You can follow Great Morning underscore the podcast on Instagram as well. Um, and you know what? Uh, you know, shout out to uh, Governor Cuomo. Uh, remember, I'm not a pervert. I'm just Italian. Anyway, right. moving on to uh, Crisis, my friend. Thank you so much for coming on. It was an honor having you. I like talking to you, man. You're a very interesting guy. Yeah. Love Appreciate to have you it. back. But please give the listeners what they want to hear. Where can they find you, follow you, download music, see where's your where's your OnlyFans at? You know, just just give it to them, man. What, what, what's up? Well, they can follow me on Instagram at I am crisis underscore on Twitter. at I am crisis. Um, be on the lookout for more music from me. They can hit the um, link in my bio on Instagram to access all my projects on all streaming services. Uh, the Agogi Gladiator School is out now. Entirely produced by one. Shout out to my guy one. Um, and yeah, they could they could just follow me on the gram and hit the link in the bio and it leads you to my website. It leads you to all my other social networks and um, yeah, and all my music. So yeah, that's where you could get everything from. 
Hell yeah. yeah. Look out for the video too. Shout out to my guy Diego, the director. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Well, hey man, we we like I said, we really enjoyed having you on. Thank you for uh, joining us for this episode. Thank you for having me on. Of course, man. Well, you know, folks, that was our episode. Great morning. Great morning. Great morning. Great morning. Great morning. Great morning. Great morning.